Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase, every day. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm so glad you're with us here on the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you learning ways to save more and spend less. And don't let anyone ever rip you off. Clark.com is our main website. ClarkDeals.com is where you go to save money each and every day. Coming up in just a few minutes, you work hard for your money. I want to tell you about how gift card scams are booming, what you need to look out for as a giver or a recipient. And coming up yet later, recycling programs are in trouble all over the United States because the prices that people can get for a lot of recycling goods have collapsed. But I want to tell you there's real hope on the horizon as overwhelmingly Americans now are interested in seeing recycling work. So here's something that's not working. Online reviews. There's been a huge increase in the number of fake reviews. And why is this happening? Well, because, listen to this stat. A recent analysis from a consulting firm called Pattern found that an item listed on Amazon it gets one higher star level rating. It leads to nearly a 30% increase in sales for that item. So the marketplace incentives are so gigantic to try to get fake reviews to boost a score that they have basically infiltrated across the real estate land, uh, the real estate, the retail landscape. I've talked about this before with Amazon, but according to FakeSpot, this is also a big problem at Walmart.com, their major arch rival, and there's no reason to believe that it would be different at other places. The percent of fake reviews at Amazon is now 35% of all reviews on Amazon. And a lot of them are either generated by people who write them, who are paid to do that for a living, generally in other countries. And that's a tip-off because many times English is not somebody's primary language who's writing these reviews. And I don't go by stars on anything. I actually get in and read the reviews. And I don't read the first five or ten that show up. I click and read more reviews, and I read through them, and you can spot the fakes. You can tell when they're bogus. The problem is that most people don't do that. They stop just by saying, oh, that's a five-star item. Fish hook at mouth. Fish hook got a bad rating, too, by the way. Anyway, you turn around and you buy that item just because... It had the five stars or four and a half stars or circles or whatever the system is. So I know it's more work, but we are so heavily influenced by those ratings 
that really, if you don't read them, you should ignore the ratings entirely because so many are so bogus. And one tip-off that there's such a clear problem is that when is it all of a sudden that it seems like everything's getting full five-star reviews all the time? You know that's not possible. A lot of people are pretty gripey. There's no way it's always going to be the greatest, greatest, greatest. So the one true place to go is something that a lot of people are like, why would I ever subscribe to that? Consumer Reports, whose ratings are definitely the most trustworthy of any organization in the United States. Mark is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mark. How's it going? Hey, Clark. How are you doing today? Great. Thank you. Um, I have a question. I have a uh, an app on my phone for uh, investing, and the... Uh, Right now, I've only got about $180 invested, and I'm looking at starting uh, 401k with my company. And currently, I'm only able to invest about 4% of my income. I was wondering um, if I should uh, keep investing in both or if I should just start investing in the uh, employer-matched 401k. Um, rolling over from the online app investing to a 401k will cost me about $75. And so that's wait, 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 wait. The app has a $75 exit fee? That's what I was told, yes. All right. Uh, which app are you using? Go ahead and name it. Uh, Stash. Okay. All right. So the, what we're talking about is that if you move your money from one brokerage to another, they charge you this junk fee of $75. A number of brokers do this. A number of others don't charge these fees. It is an abuse of the customer. I mean, with $180 in there, to charge you 75 of it as an exit fee is absolutely mind-blowing. And you sound so calm about it, Mark. Is that just your personality, that you're a calm guy? Well, I just... I don't see any reason to be upset about it. I mean, the way I look <laughs> Good at it for you, <laughs> the, the way I look at it is, you know, I chose to put my money in there. I chose to use them. And if, you know, there's a fee that I missed when I set this up, that's my fault for not noticing that fee when I originally set this up. Okay. Fair enough. And you're going to live to be like 110 or 115 because you're not going to stress yourself out over things, are you? I try not to. So the answer is I would leave that $180 as stranded money in stash. Just leave it there. At some point, they may change their policy. They may be sold. They may merge with somebody. Who knows? And just start fresh with that 401k where you're working and put in the 4% of your pay that you can afford to right now. But in terms of affording it, is 4% what you have to put in to get the maximum match, or do you need to do 6%? Um, I was told that they will match anything. Whatever I put into my 401k, my company will match, and that it will 
it's not something where I have to invest for, you know, a, a period of time before I can take it with me. Like as soon as my employer start matching, that money is mine. All right. So, so you, it's uh, how much is the match? Like for every dollar you put in, what do they give you as a match? It's um, I can't remember off the top of my head, but I think uh, it's up to five, five percent. They'll match at five percent. And then I think it's at seven percent from five to seven. They'll match like two and a half percent of that. All right. We got to talk. All right. I need for you to step it up that one percent and at least get five percent of your pay going into that. Okay. So you pick up the dollar for dollar match. Think about it. You're doubling your money instantly. Yeah. And then six months from now, please step it up to six percent. And six my, months. Well my, it, well, my plan was from listening to you. I'm going to get a pay raise in February, and my plan from from listening to what you have said on the radio was to uh, take that pay raise and just automatically, you know, use that whatever percentage that is and invest that. That sounds great. I mean, the goal is to get to where you're picking up every match dollar, and in your case, sounds like you get up to 7%. You're getting quite a handsome kick-in from your employer, and that would be what you want to be about. The other thing I'd say to you is that if they have the option of a Roth 401k, do that instead of the Roth, uh, I'm sorry, instead of the traditional 401k. If they only have traditional 401k, at least... Do that and throw that money in there, and you're going to really benefit from that over the long haul. Jeffrey's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hi, Jeffrey. Hi, Clark. How are you doing? Great. Thank you, Jeffrey. How can I be of service to you? Well, I uh, I have cut my monthly benefits on my mo- monthly payments by $1,000 a month since um, June. Wait, 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 wait. Let me see if I followed that right. Your monthly expenses are down by a thousand dollars. Actually, a little bit more than that. So I thought your listeners might be interested to know how I did it. I want to hear. I mean, this is fantastic. <laughs> well, the, the key to it is is that my house is fully paid for. Okay, so I I wouldn't have been able to do it if I had to fight a mortgage every month. Okay. Okay. But in June, um, I started getting my state pension here in Connecticut, which was a big help. Uh, and then I, um, I took your advice, and I, I got a solar um, system, solar electric system installed in my house, which I got for free, by the way, uh, for, through a government program. Really? And that cut my bills by 90 a month, which is a, you know, that was a big plus. I also, the Medicare also pays my YMCA, um, you know, fee every month, which saved me 50. And the third thing is, this is just in the spring, I got rid of my, I sold my truck, and that cut insurance and repairs by about 150. So I took that savings in the spring, and I paid off four credit cards in the summer and early fall. They didn't have big balances, but I did clean them up, and that cut my expenses even more. And then another thing I've been listening to on your show is how people have been cutting their um, cable bill. Well, I, I did. I didn't go down as far as I could have, but I did cut it down by about 150 a month, which was huge. Okay. You like TV and, a lot, don't you? <laughs> wow. Well, that. 
that included um, that was also home security and also internet. So it wasn't just uh, okay. It wasn't right. just TV. So it was, right. it was. It had the whole uh-huh. the whole ball of wax. Okay. And then I started. To, I negotiated with some of my other remaining credit cards to lower rates, which was another savings of probably about two hundred a month. And this is a little trick I learned, which people might be interested in. I have oil heat, but I keep the oil heat down to about 55, and then I use the space heaters to, you know, heat my bedroom. So I don't have to heat the whole house. I'll try to keep the house in, at around 55 or 58, and then I'll use a space heater just to heat my, my bedroom or the PV room. Okay, so, so a couple a of, of things. A couple of things I got to say about that. All right. First of all, yep. New Englanders are hardier than the rest of us across the country. Uh, 55 degrees, you know, a lot of people around the country are like, I'm not going below 70 degrees. What are you thinking? And so that shows a toughness on your part. The other thing that people outside New England aren't, generally aren't familiar with is what an incredible cost it is if you have oil-based heating in your home. It's a brutal expense. And so you are able to make a huge difference in your monthly budget simply by reducing how much oil-based heat you're having to provide. Well, since I have a solar system in my house for electricity, I can use my space heaters at a pretty low cost. So right now I'm in my bedroom, and, um, you know, it's I have the space heater on, and it's perfectly comfortable, even though I have the, the uh, you know, the heat in the house very low. Well, what I'm impressed about, everybody comes at this from a different standpoint in how they reduce expenses. And you looked at where all your money was going, and you attacked the various expenses, and now you have generated a 1000 new dollars that stays in your wallet every month. And that's fantastic. You know, I just hope for people that they can find a 1000 found dollars a year and you found a thousand a month, although I'm telling you, a lot of people are going to shake their heads on the 55 degrees. But I'm smiling on that. I like that. I try that at home. I'll be kicked out of the house within well about an hour. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to three percent daily cash on every purchase every day. That's three percent on your favorite products at Apple. Two percent on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch, subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Today's Clark Rageous moment is about gift cards. Very popular through the Christmas selling season, really popular all year round. And I'm so glad that 40% of Americans now no longer wish to receive gift cards because of all the problems that have popped up with gift cards. And I've talked um, about the increasing amount of fraud where you're given a gift card, and when you go to use it, the money from it has already been emptied out. Often, historically, that's been with gift cards that are out in the open. A criminal may have been able to get the secret code on it, You don't realize it as the purchaser, that the secret code's been compromised, 
and then a criminal is able to empty that card before it's used. Well, now David Lazarus, the consumer writer extraordinaire, reports that it's gotten much more sophisticated this year. There are a number of hackers who have managed to compromise the gift card system of various retailers. And so they are able to use a computer program to figure out the secret code and card number combination so they don't have to go to a store and do something to try to see the secret code. They can do it right from the comfort of their own cave. And so they are able to compromise at will any of these gift cards. The problem is when a gift card's compromised, the retailers never make good on the money, pretty much. That's been our experience. This vulnerability, and I don't know which retailers are, in fact, the vulnerable ones, but this vulnerability makes it even stronger that you be very cautious buying gift cards to give as gifts or buying gift cards to have yourself. There's hazard and opportunity. The one that may be worth doing is where you get bonus money in return for getting a gift card. But know that the risk has increased and retailers have failed to provide adequate security to protect the purchasers of these cards. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate Cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia, identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks, and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. I'm glad to welcome you here to the Clark Howard Show, where it's about you and that wallet of yours. I want you to learn ideas from me so you can keep more of what you make. Clark.com is our main website. Clarkdeals.com is where you can go to save money each and every day. Huge expense for metro areas, for uh, cities and counties, is dealing with trash. And there's a very large environmentally interested population in the United States that wants everything that can be recycled to be recycled. But cities and counties around the country have been facing a terrible, terrible burden where their recycling materials are not bringing money in the marketplace like they did before. And it's become a big burden in some communities on taxpayers. Well, the great news is there's been a technological breakthrough, not in the research lab, but in real life, that has been developed by an Israeli company that now has people who are involved in trash hauling and recycling and stuff from all over the world are going to Israel to see what has actually happened here with a new method of recycling where they take pretty much everything that you would dispose of with nothing going to the landfill and they're able to, with crazy machinery, 
sort it, ground it, chop it, shred it, clean it, and heat it into what a Washington Post reporter, one of the stories I saw about this, I thought this one was great because I've been reading about this, but I love this line in this particular story. They've sorted it into garbage caramel. Boy, that's not a caramel I'm interested in consuming. But what they've been able to do is turn all of it into a quasi-plastic pellet, which can then be used to make a variety of everyday items. So it's what, uh, for environmentalists, has been like the, the ultimate dream is full up upcycling, is what it's called, a term that... I only know because I have a daughter who's really into environmentalism and gets very upset with me whenever I use a straw. But being able to take all of a city or county's waste and turn it into a reusable, potentially valuable product is great. The company's called UBQ Materials, and... I think that the advantage to society here and around the world is enormous when you eliminate the need for landfills. And there are a lot of people, apparently, in the industry have been just full eye roll on this till they go see it in operation. And so I want you to know that the key with any of these things is it's got to be green to be green. In other words, you don't get past feel good until you come up with a way to make it economically sound. And that's the idea of this. And we face, and with a planet with an increasing number of people, we face really uh, strong pulls on various resources. Water is a constant problem for so many people around the world, access to clean, affordable water. Um, we face the problems with disease that come from trash. Coming up with ways to solve these problems that have always seemed too big, too hard to solve. We start solving these one after another and it really will be green to be green. Charlotte's with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Charlotte. Hi, Clark. Just want to say first, thank you for all you do for consumers and for all you do for the military folks. You've helped us out a lot over the years. Well, thank you very much. And I, did you serve in the military or do serve yourself? Nope. It was, I worked for the military as a civilian, and my husband... Uh, retired about three years ago after 20 years of active and guard service. Well, that is wonderful, and I hope you'll express to him my gratitude for what he has done for our country. And I don't know if you know my long history. I was a civilian employee with the Air Force during the Vietnam War. Oh, no, I the didn't know that. The very end of the Vietnam War, and I have a brother who served in Vietnam in the Navy and another brother who was in the National Guard during the Vietnam War, but was not deployed overseas. So well, People only knew the benefits of serving. 
Well, and as a culture and society, I believe that we would benefit enormously from widespread uh, service either in the military or in some form of public service coming out of high school or college, because I feel like we've lost a lot of the sense of common purpose in the United States, and we don't really know each other the way you used to, and your husband could certainly share uh, how you meet people from every walk of life when you serve in the U.S. military. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think I'm with you 100%. I think everyone should have some sort of service behind them. Well, I think that we would understand the true meaning of the word being a patriot if all Americans served as, let's say, a teenager or as a young 20-something. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I have a complicated question for you today. Uh-oh. Let's see if I can handle it. Okay. Um, I'd like to become the mortgage holder for my daughter. Um, she owes about $100,000 on a house valued at $300,000. Uh, my husband and I, we would charge her 2% interest and have a promissory note. Uh, my husband and I are retired and secure in our finances. But our daughter is concerned that the IRS would wonder, you know, what happened to that $100,000 that she owed last year that she doesn't owe this year. Well, the the loan needs to be registered properly as a debt against her home, as a mortgage debt. And so doing the refi, which is essentially what you're doing, needs to be done with a real estate lawyer or an escrow agent uh, most often a closing attorney in most states, and then it is properly recorded, and the IRS actually establishes what interest rate is an acceptable interest rate that you're allowed to charge and stay within the law for a family-done mortgage. Because a lot this yeah. happens in a lot of families. So uh, the 2% you want to charge may or may not be enough under the IRS guidelines. Oh, I'm glad I called. I, I had no idea. So you can likely find that rate online with a little bit of digging on the IRS oh. website, but otherwise the the person you pay, to and it's not an expensive fee to have somebody handle paying off the prior mortgage with the money you'd supply and originating the new loan that you would have, it's essentially like any other refi, except you're the bank of mom and dad, and they properly record it, and it's like any other loan. So uh, do I have to worry about claiming that interest? Yes, you do have to claim that interest. (laughs) But you're giving her such a low rate because the IRS allowed minimum will be low enough you'll be giving her a deal. Okay. Um, It'll be low enough that it won't be any significant tax burden for you. Oh, fantastic. Can I ask one other quick question? Sure. So if um, I'm in a position now where I, I don't have a mortgage, I don't have a, a car loan, and we'll probably never have those again. Um, but I do have a, a few credit cards. Uh, is that going to negatively impact my credit rating if I keep my credit card utilization rate low? 
So how many credit cards do you actually have? Oh, now this is going to be embarrassing. I think I have six. That's great. That's actually not embarrassing in this situation. That's good. (laughs) You want to have a wide variety of them in a case where you have no other traditional forms of credit. And a lot of people say, oh, no, you're going to destroy your credit score by not having any auto loans or having any mortgage loans. And that's not true. You you will pinch your score some by not having a variety of different loans. But if you've got six credit cards and you use them just occasionally, you can pay the balance in full, your credit standing and score will stay fine. Oh, fantastic. Because it's it's good now. And if I want to cancel one every year and don't get a do different it. one, don't, don't do, do, it. do it. Oh, well, if you want to okay. cancel one and get a different one, that's fine. But you don't want to reduce the number of net cards you have below the six you have now. Mordecai is with us on the Clark Howard Show. Hello, Mordecai. How are you? Hi, Clark. Thank you for taking my call. And I want to also thank you for not compromising on your morals and not to not accept any endorsements because I know you probably make a lot of money that way. Well, you know, I, I had the good fortune of being able to retire when I was 31 years old. I'm now 64. So I never needed the money from anything I do now. And so I was always able from the very beginning to do something unheard of, particularly in radio, which is I've never done an endorsement in all the years I've been on radio. And that's how, uh, truthfully, that's how probably 80 to 90% of the money is earned in radio. But it wasn't important to me. What was important is that you would always know that I'm speaking from that combination of head and heart and never because I'm influenced by somebody who's paying me money to have me say something about them. Thank you. And yes, but you shouldn't put yourself down too much because, or it'll play yourself down because there's an old saying that he who has 100 wants 200. If he who has 200 wants 400. So even though you're, you're think I'm financially well off, but in a certain sense, people that have more, the more money someone has, the more money they want. Well, you know, this is the time of year they play that movie, uh, It's a Wonderful Life or whatever. There's plenty of people who may want to be Mr. Potter. I never had any interest in being Mr. Potter, if you know that historical movie reference. Yeah. So, anyways, my question is that um, I had a debt that I defaulted on uh, a couple of years ago, about two, two years and change. And I got a phone call from them, and they offer. And initially, they asked for like half in settlement, whatever, or even the whole thing. But then I got them down to twenty-five percent. And they sent me a letter and a mail. But when they told me that they were selling it for that, they said that they this is a debt collector, and that they report back to the original lender that they should update my credit report, but that that the debt collector has no control over updating my credit report. That's and, not true. Okay, let me tell you a few things here. Um, You need, before you would pay them even one cent, you need in writing from them that this represents payment in full. My guess is the reason they are offering to settle for 25 cents on the dollar is you may have passed outside what's known as outside statute. No, it's only been about two and a half years. Yeah, but in a number of states. I'm in New York and it's five, six years. And they're willing to settle for twenty-five cents on the dollar. Well, actually, I have another debt from uh, from a cell phone company 
that they that, that when they all asked me to the full amount, and I said from debt collector, and I said no, that's how much I gave a very low ball offer, and then then they they offered countered with twenty percent of the balance. And now remember, anytime you do these, it needs to be in writing. But the right. the the original um, the original holder of the debt will report it as charged off. The role of the collection agency is to report that there is now a zero balance on it. And that is what you are agreeing to, and that's why you have to have it in writing, that payment of 20% to this one, 25% to the other, represents payment in full, that the balance will reflect zero, and you keep that actual written document from each debt collector forever so you never have to worry somebody comes back and say that you never paid on this debt. Paula is with us on the Clark Howard Show. And Paula, I understand you're thinking of selling a home the way I sold an investment home earlier this year. What's the story? Yes. Um, I moved from Denver to the East Coast, and I bought a house in a lovely community. And the house was 14 years old, so it needed some renovation. So I did new flooring and windows and paint inside and out and new landscaping. Well, the house has been on the market since July the 6th. The one, the one out selling. west or the one where you've moved back east? The one east okay. off the Atlantic Ocean. Okay. And so you've had it on the market and people just are ignoring you, huh? Exactly. And my contract is up with my realtor December 31st at midnight. I had listed the house on my own with all the information, with the MLS number and everything, on one of the social networks. And I have had 543 hits on the house, so I know there's still interest in the house, but it's still not selling. But two of the interest calls were from two investors, and one of them has contacted me twice. So my question is, if I sell to an investor, is that considered for sale by owner? It all, depend, I, it all depends on the actual investor and their particular type of business. You know, when I sold to an iBuyer, they guarantee you a price, and then they take uh, the equivalent of like a real estate commission off of it. Okay, is that would that be the six percent that would normally be uh, from a regular it realtor? Can be, would it, be their with the commission? iBuyers, it can be six to nine percent. So there's two things going on here. I want to make sure I explain to you. There, the iBuyers are relatively new. They buy your house. They say, "When would you like to move out?" And you choose, and you're out. And the prices they tend to offer seem to be reasonable in the marketplace. And I've got a list of some of those iBuying firms on Clark.com. The other thing is you have individuals out there offering to buy properties, and those offers may or may not be at a good price. And so you've got to know that sometimes it'll be from people looking for people desperate to sell, and you got to be comfortable with the price they're going to offer you versus what you had originally hoped to get for the property. You're listening to The Clark Howard Show. 
Thanks for joining us today. The Clark Howard Show is produced by Kim Drobes, Joel Larsgaard, Deborah Reese, and Jim Ayers. And remember, 24 hours a day, we're there to serve you at Clark.com and ClarkDeals.com.